Hi guys, this topic is about why it's important for young women to state their ideas in the public sphere. Regardless of the topic, stating our views on issues is important because we may be new to the adulthood game in our 20s, but it doesn't invalidate the experiences we've had so far. We, like those older than us, still have brains to think, so we have value to add to conversations that impact how we live in society, such as in social and environmental matters, and even things which impact us as individuals that we'd like to share. Am I right? So, let's do some public writing. When we're done, all of you will become effective op-ed writers. The first aspect of public writing is to make an impact. By that, I mean we'll need to choose our, our writing subjects wisely. Christian Weiser is an academic scholar who's discussed public writing. He says it's best to choose a topic that affects the public in significant ways. A topic example could be about the pay gaps between men and women who do the same jobs. Then, when they see that we care about what they're going through, they'll like our writings and especially want to hear from us in the future. Secondly, identify who our audiences will be. Here's the thing. Thinking of audiences for a writing project may seem weird. However, Kevin Rusin, another scholar who's focused on writing, says that writing connects us to others. For example, we DM people on Instagram to give them a message. That's a form of writing that literally reaches others. Therefore, an op-ed that's released can be read by others, and the responses to it can be received online, or perhaps from the editors of a publication as to how, you, how much you connect with the audiences. Keeping that in mind helps because writing about what we're passionate about matters, but the way we write impacts how effective we are for our audiences. And since we're talking about writing for the public and not on academic scholars, keep it simple. Mike Rose is another scholar who has focused on how to do public writing effectively. He says that magazine editors don't want complex writings that look like a study. Basically, they don't want something that's extremely long and so complex that readers must Google definitions every five minutes. The third point is similar. Like the previous point, we want to use the right language for a public audience. Yet, in this case, it means to write in a way that's convincing. Weiser states that strategies such as tone, form, style, and word choices are helpful toward convincing people of things. For example, if you're talking about climate issues, you wouldn't just say coral bleaching is bad, so let's stop it and be effective. Instead, you describe how bad it is, which is tone, use words that highlight those impacts, which is style, and convey it all in a serious way, which is form. So use these and whatever else convinces our audiences that, wow, I'm hearing what I'm hearing makes a lot of sense. Successfully persuading them about what we've written keeps them hooked and coming back for more. The next point is from Christopher Minix, the next academic scholar who's written about public writing. He states that having a public writing expert helps us practice even in groups. Um, even practicing in groups will help us develop our skills. Let's face it, if we don't know how to write for the public properly, we may end up looking silly in public. So why not trial and error things privately by practicing with a small group until we get better at those writings? That could be a group of friends, a group of fellow people who want to learn how to write for the public, or taking a class at a university about the subject. Then, when we have stronger skills, we can show the world what we're made of. So let's tell them our truths, but tell them in smart ways. Minix also said that online media, using online media to reach people with our writing is useful. This is true. 
The world we live in is dominated by online media, including how people receive their info. So, publishing or writing through traditional media like magazines and newspapers is great, but publishing through online platforms can take our writings further. The people that read Reach may even be in Malaysia, France, or Nigeria who read for our opinions. So, we don't have to limit ourselves to only an American audience for our writings. Something else to consider is the length of our public writings. Now I know in school, ladies, we have or we currently do nearly enough writing to write a novel. But going back to the media, think about TikTok and IG. We get what we need in a 30 second or less video clip. Then boom, we're on to the next thing. Our attention spans aren't that long, ladies. Rose backs this up. In 1968, a presidential candidate's TV, TV soundbite was aired for 42 seconds, and by 2004, it was aired for 7.6 seconds. Nearly 20 years later, we can see why 30 seconds is good enough for our attention spans today. So, for writing, remember that we shouldn't feed our audiences too much info at once. Just give them info in manageable amounts. If they like us enough, there'll be a loyal audience that keeps coming back. So, in conclusion, ladies, we have a lot to say and have a right to make our voices heard. But we also need to plan how to do this most effectively. These strategies give us what we will need for success. So make it happen, ladies. Enjoy your public writing journey.